Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When do you become an adult? I don't know. I'm still waiting to find out. There's a new survey that it says it might be uh, not until you're a little older than you think you are. Uh, 651-641-1071. Feel free to join the conversation. Holly is bringing this question to us. When did you become an adult? Yeah. Holly? Well, sometimes people think that legally, 18 years old, you can go and buy cigarettes, uh, join the military, uh, that makes you an adult. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's when you're 21 years old, when you can uh, buy alcohol legally, or maybe even 25 when you can rent a car without a lot of hassle. Well, scientists have done a new study, and some people are saying, some t- scientists are saying, new research says that you might not fully be an adult until your 30s. Okay, so what Thank makes God. us think that it's our third? I, I will say I'm not. Uh, I'm not in disagreement at this point. I mm-hmm. could be. I could be swayed. Well, I, you know, they're saying that swayed. Swayed. <laughs> like, you could put swayed. some suede on me yeah. and brush it out. Oh, oh hey. yes. Well, so the reasoning. Swayed. I'm sorry. <laughs> behind this research is that the human brain is still undergoing a ton of significant changes well beyond the age of 18. So it's not like you turn 18 years old, you can vote, join the military, buy cigarettes, and all of a sudden you're an adult. Well, there's a lot of development in the brain that happens after that age and well into your 20s, into your mid-20s. And uh, for a lot of people, sociologically, you're not going to really feel like an adult going through a lot of these adult processes until you're maybe in your 30s correct yeah i think that it's it's a very subjective uh phrase right adult what constitutes an adult i mean i think of my parents and i feel like they became adults very early my mother had me when she was uh, just 16 years old so i think she became an wow. adult much earlier than most um but then i you know i think of like my uh dad he fought in a war and I feel like that probably turns you into an adult, right? Far earlier than necessary. Yeah. But then I think of like my generation and beyond, like your generation, Holly, and your generation, Lindsay. We have not been, we don't have the requirement of being an adult. We're not like, the Lindsay, same. when did you leave your parents' home? Um. Well, actually, as a millennial, I went to college and then I had to move back in yeah, home because which is very typical. It's, it's, it's hard to get your start out here and to have the ability to pay for a car, to pay for the insurance, to pay for an apartment. It's, it's, borderline impossible. So I'm still at home right now, but I'm trying to get yeah, that branch which, out. Which, again, there's no judgment in that whatsoever. Mm-mm. I'm just saying that I think like it's just become increasingly um, unnecessary for us to be maybe the adults that we saw our parents or our grandparents being because well, it's just the way the world is, right? It's just different. Like right? I, I left mm-hmm. my house at the age of 18 and I went to college, but I had sort of a bubble existence in college, right? I didn't really have that much responsibility other than to show up and go to class. But, uh, and beyond that, I sort of like had, you know, after that had an apartment and a job, but I was very irresponsible. And I would say probably not until the end of my 20s did I start to feel like I was entering something called adulthood. Right. Yeah. Holly, do you have a different experience? Feel free to join us, by the way, 651 641 1071. 
how and when you feel like you became an adult, if you have. If you have. Yeah. Put still that, waiting. Put the, yeah. yeah, still waiting. I would say uh, probably in my mid-20s, after I got Ooh. done with school, and then I moved independently very far away, and that I was really hustling and doing things on my own. And, you know, I moved away from, I went to undergrad here, graduate school someplace else, and then after that, I moved across the country, and that was when it was like, okay, I have some friends and I have a small network of people, but I really have to go out and do this on my own if I actually want to achieve something. Mm-hmm. And so it was in that process that I felt like I was actually an adult, which kind of coincides with some of the science that says, you know, it's kind of around your mid-20s when your brain is finally coming into adulthood. But what science says, too, is that in your late 20s, your brain is still mm, solidifying some of the neuromaturation. Ooh, I like those words. Neuromaturation. Yeah. And I think they said the age previously that they thought that the brain had officially matured was 25. So I, I think they keep pushing it out because... I think it's more because of the socioeconomic features that are kind of the the younger generation is facing right now. Well, mostly. and, and, and uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about when you feel like an adult, 651-641-1071. I think there is definitely a difference culturally versus science. This is of talking course. about like the biochemical, yeah, that's the biochemical. processes that, uh, rec- that um, constitute <laughs> adulthood per se. But, um, you know, for most of us, you you have a gut feeling yeah. about whether or not you feel like an adult. And right. I think it's very situational and probably yeah. very generational, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, when was that moment that you felt that? Like, it wasn't necessarily your brain being like, I'm done, ding, maturity. But there was a moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, I got to do this. I got to live life. I imagine for a lot of people, it's when you become a parent, yeah. right? When you become responsible for another living human being. Right. Um, I would imagine it. it, it it is different for every single person. Um, what makes you feel like an adult? Mm-hmm. I think that goes without saying. But for me, I still most days I'm like, am I really an adult? Because oh, I look yeah. in the mirror and I'm like, God, you kind of starting to look kind of tired kinda all the time. T- kind of tired and kind of, you know, like yeah. when you wake saggy up, and craggy on occasion. And uh, when you wake up in the morning, I don't feel like an adult, Holly. Your your face is still smushed in the form of your pillow when you wake up and you look at yourself in the morning. I think there's a part. I I think. Uh, being aware of your aging is maybe also a sign of feeling like an adult, right? Yes. So like when you start to be aware that your body exists in time and space, that's when you're an adult, Yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. when you start to realize that your body um, isn't moving, like I had this thought the other day where I was like, I don't remember a time, although it's not that long because I'm not old. I'm 43, right? Right. Um, where, my bot it used to be when I would work out, I didn't feel it like I just worked out and then I would work out the next day and then I would work out the next day. And I was like, oh, I'm working out, getting stronger, living Yay, longer. Fitness. But now it's like I work out and I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> the next day. And then I work out. Oh, God. Oh, my and then the next day I work out. Oh, God. That just <laughs> never is going to go away at this point. Yeah. You're going to feel it in your knees. Yeah. I pulled my hip flexor yesterday playing tennis like See? within 10 minutes. And oh, no. it's, it's not yeah. great. Okay, this is a really fun conversation. Let's move to the listeners. Raquel is on the line. Raquel, when, Hi. if at all, did you ever feel like you were finally an adult? Um, it was when I was 25. Mm. And I moved away from California to Minnesota. Okay, why did you... Well, first of all, I'm curious. Why did you move from California to Minnesota? Um, My... Well, they were closing down my building, um, 
where I used to work, so oh, okay. I transferred over here. Got it, got it. So that really, because you were probably alone here. I was. I, I'm still alone. <laughs> so you, your family is still all in California? Yeah. So that's when I think I it hit me, and I was just, okay, I need to grow up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that absolutely makes sense. How many years ago was that? It's been a while? Uh, probably a little over 12 years now. Oh, okay. And you're still here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound uh, real excited, Raquel. Thanks, Raquel. Thank you, Raquel. Yeah, that was kind of the She's same thing. She's looking outside yeah. going, yeah. Yeah, mm, it's going to rain. California. Ah. Okay. Let's go to, well, at least no mudslides, water slides, uh, hurricanes, earthquakes, and Some of those uh, you can only wildfires. find at your local bar. Charlie's on the line. Charlie, talk to us. You feel like an adult yet? Hi. <laughs> uh, I do because I'm 50 now, but... I think for me, it was when I, I like Raquel, I moved to the Twin Cities without my family, got met my husband and then got married. And I think really it was when we bought a house, which yeah. is maybe nine months after we got married. Mm-hmm. But I think it was when we bought a house. So it was yeah. that big financial responsibility where you looked at the mortgage and you're like, oh, yeah, there are consequences if I don't pay this every month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. oh. Okay, I- yeah, or or you think to yourself like, oh, I can't just you know go see my friend in New Jersey for six months because I have nothing else to do. I've got to stay here and do a job and pay for my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think, but I so my daughter just turned twenty one, and she went off to California when she right when she graduated high school, and she lived there by herself. And then she just literally a couple days ago got home from Italy. Um, she's a dancer, and she she just goes places and wow. trains. She's amazing. And for her, like I think she feels very adult right now at twenty one because she's gone and she's had to survive places yeah. right. all by herself. Yeah, I think traveling certainly does force you to grow up a lot quicker. Charlie, thank you yeah. so much for calling and sharing. Um, let's uh, end uh, on uh, Josh's note. Hey, Josh. Hello. When, if at all, yes. did you ever feel like you were finally an adult? Um, well, first of all, hello, and I'm a huge fan. Thank and, you, Josh. Uh, um, well, I'm 32, and my life has been um, kind of a roller coaster of, like, being incarcerated and getting in trouble and it it really took um sort of my most recent incarceration to feel like an adult i was sort of removed from my parents house and um kind of forced to start you know finding my own place to live and you know taking care of my own responsibilities and all this stuff and it was it's been rough but it's just interesting to me that you guys are talking about this because I, I think about it quite often that, um, you know, back back 10 years ago when I was, you know, into drinking a whole lot and everything, um, I would I would kind of tell myself in the midst of my depression that, you know, I'm not much of a man, I'm not much of an adult. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it just took some life lessons to kind of get a swift kick in the rear and move forward and... Yeah, sometimes yeah. life uh, will help you uh, become an adult if you're not willing to on your own. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. 
Well, um, good luck to you, Josh. Yes. Thank you so much for Thanks, calling Josh. and sharing that with you. We wish you all the best, and I'm glad things are doing uh, better for you. Yeah. Because um, we can all relate to that. All right. When we come back, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and opinions. Um, don't ever totally grow up, though, okay? Just always have a little part of yourself that's willing to be crazy oh, yes. and childish yes. and immature. Uh, play fart noises whenever you can. When we come back, Megan and Harry just joined Instagram. <gasps> but they did it together as a couple, and uh. Holly is not amused. We'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Just have you sure downloaded our app yet? Made. Oh my God, April's back, you guys, and you could win a cruise. That's my foghorn sound because I couldn't get to it quick enough to play it. Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, you can win a cruise for two from Royal Caribbean Cruises, Sun Country Airlines, and... And Belvey. Come on, Holly. Say it. It's Bell Destination. Bell Destination. Yes. Thank you. So we want to thank them. Head to your favorite app store, download the MyTalk1071 app in the month of April, and one lucky person will win that cruise for two. Now, the other cool thing is if you're listening throughout the month, you can uh, register to win every day 107. Please don't tease people with that. Yes, now that is every weekday during the month of (laughs) April, and you have to download the app. Get registered with listener rewards and then just Just listen. Just listen. That's all you have to do. And then you will be eligible to win $107 again. That's happening every weekday during the month of April. It is back. It is back. Now, you know what also is back? Harry and Megan. Why? Um, Harry's back. No, (laughs) Harry and Megan are back because they're on Instagram and uh, the weird thing is, Holly's a little concerned. They're on Instagram together, right, yeah, Holly? Tell me more. They're on Instagram together. I gotta go follow them, by the way. So what's I've the- already followed them. Uh, you can follow Mary and uh, Mary Hagen. Hagen. Mary <laughs> and Hagen. Uh, their first. <clears throat> So funny. Instagram, official Instagram post. I believe that they are Sussex. So if you type in the word Sussex. Royal, uh, royal yep. you will be able to find Megan and Harry. And look, oh, they have their cute little uh, initials. How adorable. They have their own logo because that's the kind of couple that they are. They have, mm-hmm. I mean, they're a royal. Oh, yeah, that's probably their legit, uh, what do they it's call their that? Their crest. crest. yes. And so you can follow Mary... <laughs> Okay, she's, oh my God. I think Holly has uh, lost her ability to... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP. UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
talk at this point. Yeah. So Mary and Hagen, I mean, <laughs> Harry and Megan, why is that so easy to do? I don't know. So Harry and Megan have their own Instagram account, but it's yes. a joint account. And Holly, you were kind of perturbed by this, right? Oh, I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, well, I guess it's not necessarily weird because... They are a unit in a public space, meaning their relationship, they're married, Harry and Meghan, and that they do the official royal duties as a as a couple in that official capacity. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, a joint couple social media account. Yeah, joint the, social media accounts are kind of strange, right? Yeah, but like they're a brand. Right, but that's what I'm saying is that they're a brand. However, it makes me think, I'm like, oh gosh, that's just too cute. Yeah. It's too precious. It is. Like, oh, look, it's just the two of us. Oh, it's just the two of us. I bet that this caused a little bit of drama behind the scenes. Something tells me that Meghan Markle, remember, she used to have her own lifestyle site, the TIG or... Tigger or I don't know. Well, tiny. And so she was like, hey, we need to have our own. I mean, the truth is uh, neither of them are posting anything to this account. Oh, my gosh. Of course not. It is being handled by a social media account manager. They're not actually doing anything. But again, if you want to follow Harry and Megan on social on Instagram, you can go to Sussex Royal. It's already been verified. Instagram is very happy that they have their account. They've already commented on it. Instagram itself. And so have thousands of other people. What I love about this is it is a shameless self-promotion vehicle oh. for not only them, but everyone else, because look at all of the brands bending over backwards to comment on this post. Yes. In fact, um, lots of uh, it's it's just lots of tabloids and magazines. L comments by celebs, which is a popular um, Instagram glamour, Marie Claire in style, pop sugar, travel and leisure. Like literally everybody's like, oh, let's Ow. get in on this hair, Mary and Hagen business. Oh, this is so exciting. Let's all go uh, to the Royal Thirst Trap. Yes, the Royal <laughs> Thirst Trap, courtesy of Instagram. Thank you yet again. Hey, when we come back, speaking of thirsty, we've got a thirst trap for a lucky listener. Also some crazy stupid idiots. We'll be right back. Download the MyTalk 1071 app and you could win a cruise for two. Toot toot. There's a cruise horn right there if you see. Excuse you. Too much uh, buffet on the Lido deck. Hey, Holly, the cruise is not the only thing we're giving away on this particular station. In fact, we're giving away something else right now. Mm, My pants. Ah! My pony. No, anyway. Um... (laughs) Anyway, we are giving away a really special prize to one lucky listener, Holly. Yes. Um, Magic Mike, double XL. Double XL. Oh, now we got to get in the mood for that one. Brad does have his pants on. Thank goodness. Otherwise, I'd have to call HR. I'm contractually obligated. I've been warned to keep my pants on during the entire broadcast. Now, you have been known to take your shirt off every once in a while in the guise of charity, but this is not one of those times so call, in your... Co- let's do uh, caller number... Let's do caller number five. So Caller number five is going to win those ticket to, uh, tickets to Magic Mike XXL at Grand Casino. Yes, at the Grand Casino. And it's, I believe, May 11th, so you have to be able yep. to go. Yeah. Make sure you can go with your uh, lady or gentleman friend. 
Friends. Good yeah. luck to you. Yes. It's Magic Mike XXL, and I'm hoping I can make it to this particular performance because uh, I have not. This is the one male review in the world that I have not yet been to. Yes. Of the ones that are traveling through our fair state. So. Yes. Again, be sure that you can go Saturday, May 11th. It's at 8 p.m. at Grand Casino Hinkley. Why don't you just make a night of it? If you get the tickets, it's going to be real fun. All right. Now, let's move on to some crazy, stupid idiots. And we'll do that right here. Well, then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Lindsay. Florida. Thank you. All right. Where are we going first, Hals? We are actually going to a wonderful place that is called Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, Hartford, Connecticut. Yes. And we're actually going to the University of Hartford. So we're getting real sophisticated here. Uh, But we got to talk about a 19-year-old student, so I don't have his name. He's just the 19-year-old student. And then there was a a 21-year-old student. Okay. And apparently they're both involved in theater, and they were rehearsing a scene, a dialogue, uh if you will, for a theater class. Uh Uh-oh. But the dialogue that they were rehearsing was a little sketchy, so I'm kind of questioning the University of Hartford and what kind of classes they're teaching there. So the 19-year-old student and the 21-year-old student were rehearsing a scene from that classic film, The Butterfly Effect, starring Ashton Kutcher. Okay, so they were acting out a scene. Yes. For a movie. Okay, what about... I, I didn't see that movie. It's bad. Oh, okay. I remember the movie poster. <laughs> it's bad. It's Ashton Kutcher trying to be dramatic, and he did that every once in a while back in the yeah. day, and it never really yeah. worked out. Well, anyways... He's like so, the Elon Musk of actors. Yeah, he Ooh. is. And he tried to, you know, play like Steve that. Jobs one time, and it was kind of awkward and weird. Michael Fassbender did a better job. Anyway, it's true. Too cool for school. Yeah. All so right. they're rehearsing this scene, the butterfly effect, as a part of a school project. Unfortunately, when they were acting out a scene from a movie in which a person gets stabbed, mm-hmm. well, the 21 year old decided to go method. <gasps> what? And actually stabbed the other person in the scene for real um okay i'm really like, confused all right stabby mcstab face That's, thank you so he just stabbed somebody because he, it was in the he what? went me was method. he using one of those knives that like supposedly disappears into the Ooh, the retractable sheath? knives yeah. no unfortunately he wasn't even doing that acting out the scene from the butterfly oh, effect God, with Ashton the- Kutcher. And uh, he stabbed the 19-year-old student. The 21-year-old student did. Oh, my God. He was arrested for attempted murder. Good. Was this uh, <gasps> underclassman okay? Uh, he is okay. Uh, he is still recovering from his injuries. However, the Can night- you imagine? You know, like you're doing a scene. You're like, wow, he's like really in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this blood? And from a crappy movie. Were they doing I mean, this in, a, in front of an audience, by the way? Because no. that would be mildly frightening. No, they were doing it in an apartment. Okay. Rehearsing. I wonder acting. if this was, he was like, hey, you want to revert or rehearse the scene? Hint, hint. I saw stab you. Wink, wink. Like, which nudge, scene is that going to be? The one where I kill you? Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, pre- let's pretend. 
I mean, it oh wasn't even God. like they were rehearsing Julius Caesar. Or I don't know. Romeo some, and Juliet. Romeo, yes, other famous Shakespearean mm-hmm. plays with Broke stabbing. I mean, maybe they tried. <laughs> they were stabbing there? Well, yes, in mm, fact. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of a kind. Mm, I see. Of a kind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grow up, kids. Not till you're 30. I thought you just told us in the previous segment to <laughs> always true. stay immature. Oh, see? <laughs> you're welcome. I just taught you about life. Lessons from Bradley. <laughs> okay. Um, where was that, Holly? That was in Connecticut. Connect I cut. Well, we are going to go a little further north for this next oh. story. And this particular story takes place in Quebecois, uh, or in Quebec. Quebecois would be uh-huh. the language those people speak, I think. Anyway, Quebec. Uh, in fact, this is the weirdest story that I've read in a while. Um, okay, so a family was stopped at the border recently mm, for some uh, contraband. Okay, this happens. Okay, mm-hmm. so it looks like a, a Quebec family was returning from Florida. They arrived at the border at Hemingford, Quebec. And in the back of their vehicle was something illegal or contraband or unallowed, not allowed to be transferred from point A to point B. Um, Do you want to guess what it was? Uh, I'm guessing that perhaps it was a clown. It was not a clown. Clowns are, in fact, Ill, uh, legal. You can cross state lines with a clown unless it's a child clown. And then that would, of course, be illegal. Mm. Or if it's an undocumented clown. Hmm. Also illegal, I think. However, <laughs> I digress. Um, did they have... It was not drugs, because oh, I think most drugs. people out there listening weren't going to say clown. They were going to say drugs. How about no. firearms? I mean, no, no firearms. Food. The contraband, in fact, that they were transporting across the border or attempting to was a dead body. Oh, oops. Okay. Oh, casual. Of their What's grandpa. A? What? Oh. They tried to transport dead grandpa across the border. I mean, were they no. at least trying to transport it weekend at Bernie style? No, totally. So it looked oh like God. he was just so. Up. So they go, hey, do you got anything to declare? Or I should say, hey, you got anything to declare? Oh, and then they reached around and moved sure enough, mouth. No, actually, it was sorry. Quebec. So sorry. you have anything to declare? Uh, and they looked in the back seat, and there was a guy uh, with his uh, sunglasses on. And when they said, <laughs> "Sir, uh, what'd you do when you're on your trip?" he he was somewhat silent. And the reason is because he was dead, not taking a nap. The elderly oh. man had reportedly begun to experience health problems at the beginning of the trip to Florida. And died of a suspected heart attack somewhere along the way. Oh, gosh, that's so tragic. Now, most people would say, okay, grandpa died. Let's call 911 or whatever it is in your country. You could call a non-emergency telephone number. Yes. No, instead, um, the guy's wife and 60-year-old son apparently decided that the U.S. healthcare system (laughs) and the cost of repatriating a body was too expensive so they decided to bring Gramps right back across the border to where uh, he was, you know, his issues could be dealt with for free. Yeah, I got a lot of issues uh, <laughs> going on here. Oh. Simply that, you know, transporting good old Grandpa's body. But, you know, there are like things that are ha- they like put down a tarp <laughs> what? in the back seat. No, I mean, I'm just- Gramps just hanging out. 
But you know, oh. you, when when you pass away, looked like he was doing Sudoku. How long <laughs> was he in there? Well, uh, again, it reports that um, they arrived at. Well, first of all, they tried to get him across in the middle of the night. That didn't work. Um, oh. And uh, let's see, it doesn't say. I mean, it was a vacation, so I mean, I know Canadians probably get like a month for vacation, but it couldn't have been more than probably a week or so, right? Right. I'm just wondering how long he was in the car, like the body, like how long he was dead But for. see, that's what I'm saying, Lindsay. Like how bad it would smell in that yes, car. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's like, did they did they not take into account the yeah. things that happen biologically yeah. when well, one departs this realm? Sets in quick. They weren't concerned. Now, Pierre Fortin, the president <laughs> of the Customs and Immigration Union, said, according to the Le Journal, quote, this is never seen. <laughs> Truer words than uh, Monsieur. Truer just, words. The Canadians this are just like, what? It's never seen. Just playing Sudoku in the back seat. Yeah. Oh, bless Sir, his heart. Uh, did you have a good trip in Florida? What were you doing? I was just <laughs> hanging out at the beach. <laughs> I'm stuck on this puzzle. I have Man, been like, for hours. your lips moving. <laughs> Why is your husband not talking? <clears throat> well, he died a few days ago. <clears throat> I just think that's that's the opening of a movie that I want to watch. So... It's called Weekend at Bernie's. Yes, you no, can watch I know, it. I know, but I, I, I like the idea of this like French Canadian family. I, there's just so many questions that could lead to a really fascinating plot, don't you think? I think there's so. definitely All a right. few directions. Just kind of make sure so, you have the poutine in there. Yep. I'm going to leave that alone, and I'm going to let you tell your last story, okay, Holly? Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, your crazy, stupid All idiot. Right. Where do you want to go? All right, we're going to York County in Pennsylvania. I just got to tell you about this guy real quick. His name is Bradley Bauer. Oh, I like that name. Yeah, so he apparently is really picky about the way that his groceries are bagged. You know, when you go to I the get groceries. that way. Oh, my God, I can't tell you how many times I've been furious with the people at Target. Oh, because you got to stack oh the groceries God. in a certain way. Yeah. You got to put the heavy things on the bottom and then you stack things and then you put your fruits and your vegetables on top so that Thank they don't you. get squished. Thank you very much. Thank well, you. Bradley, this Bradley is definitely feeling you because he got mad at the giant food store in York County because they were bagging his groceries in the wrong way. Oh. And he saw how his groceries were being bagged. He said that the cashier put the canned goods in the same grocery bag as his potato chips. Oh, yeah. That's just rude. Unless you put the potato chips on top. That wasn't the case. Oh, oh okay. wow. The, yeah. the bagger asked if Bradley had a problem. And Bradley said, yeah. <laughs> and then continued to attack the employee oh, and assaulted no. him. Oh, my God. He assaulted him? Yeah. The cashier now has bruises on his neck. Oh, Let me just awesome. tell you, everybody, put the chips on top of the cans. Make sure that you have your bag bagged appropriately. Yeah. Please, okay. please do that. But please don't assault people when you see that the cashier is bagging in the wrong way. Just let it go. Just uh, That's an opportunity to just practice some zen. Yeah, or bag them yourself. Breathe or in, bag them yourself. Breathe, breathe out. out. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just be grateful there's someone to bag your groceries. I will this say that true. Um, every time I want to complain about the person doing the job, I think, well, at least I don't have to do it. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. we live in a state where most of the time you do. And that's just a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tragedies, when we come back, I am going to attempt to win the throwback live at 245 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One oh seven one. Why am I yelling? This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card. There are plenty of shopping cards out there. The last thing I need is more store-branded cards, and that got me thinking. 
What if I could earn more, like 6% cash back, but with one card at all of my favorite stores? Well, the folks at U.S. Bank are on it. Check out the U.S. Bank Shopper Cash Rewards Visa Signature Card. It can earn you up to 6% cash back. 6%, not bad. Check out usbank.com slash shopper to learn more. It's easy. You just grab your shopping list and shop two of your favorite retailers for up to 6% cash back. And you can change your two selections every quarter. I'm talking 24 different big name retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Target, That would be good enough, but this card can also earn you up to $250 cash back after you spend $2,000 within the first 120 days of opening your account, and who doesn't do that at Amazon, Walmart, or Target, for God's sake. You can also earn up to 3% cash back from your choice of one everyday category like gas and EV charging stations, bills and utilities, or wholesale clubs, plus you'll earn 1.5% cash back on all other eligible purchases. You deserve premium awards, and the U.S. Bank Shopper Cash Rewards card is here for you. Learn more at usbank.com slash shopper and start earning. Limited time offer. The creditor and issue of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply.